Thank you for joining us for Revive the Drive, a ministry of the Bethany Fellowship of Churches. We live in a world where time is a precious commodity. One of the avenues for reviving our souls is the necessary commute to and from the many places our schedules take us. As the wheels of the car begin to turn, join our panel and set the wheels of your mind in motion as you consider the significance and impact of theology on everyday life. Let's listen in as our pastors talk theology. Welcome to Revive the Drive. Uh, this is another installment in our series on the Holy Spirit, His person and His work. Uh, with me today are Daniel Bennett and Art Georges, and I'm Rich Burkle. And uh, we're going to look in this segment upon the work of the Holy Spirit in filling the believer's life. The Holy Spirit does many things. Uh, ministries in the life of the believer and in the world in general. Uh, But this day we're going to continue to focus on the life of uh, the believer in reference to being filled with the Holy Spirit. So we're going to be looking at the primary passage of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. All through the book of Acts, uh, Art and Daniel, we see that the Holy Spirit fills believers and empowers them for ministry. Uh, So exactly what is this? Uh, When the Bible commands us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, what is it commanding? In essence, it's commanding us to be controlled by the Holy Spirit who already dwells in us. He is given to us at the moment of salvation, and he resides in us, remains in us. And the book of Ephesians makes it clear early on that the believer has been sealed by the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit does not come and go, uh, visit, and then leave the believer, as some may have envisioned that filling of the Holy Spirit meant receiving uh, a subsequent revisiting of the Holy Spirit. That is not the case. Instead, we ought to understand it as being controlled by the Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit, as one has said, not just to be resident, which he already is, but to be president. Hmm. And so so practically, well said, Art, uh, so practically a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit, it means that they are living like the Holy Spirit would have them live. They're, they're being obedient to the, the Word of God. Are there any other ways in which the Bible communicates the same idea, uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit? Um, you know, I, I, for instance, think of Galatians chapter 5, where he says, uh, live by the Spirit or mm-hmm. walk by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe that those also are kind of another way to speak of the same idea of uh, being controlled by the Spirit, being dependent upon the Holy Spirit, so that His power is the is the resource that we're living out in our lives today. Are there any other ideas that the Scripture gives to us that are kind of parallel to this one? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the book of Colossians, who uh, which was also written by the same author, the Apostle Paul, has a portion in it in chapter three that is so similar to Ephesians chapter 5, and the one variance, if you notice one, is that uh, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you seems to be equivalent to being filled by the Holy Spirit. And so to be filled by the Holy Spirit would be to be controlled by the word of God, which the Spirit has authored and now makes intelligible to the one who has his presence in dwelling. So you, you earlier made a distinction between the baptism of the Holy Spirit and then you just used the word the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. 
just briefly, how would you summarize those three different ministries of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer, the baptizing work of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling work of the Holy Spirit, and the filling work of the Holy Spirit? I think a lot of people confuse these and consider them to be one and the same. Well, the the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we believe, uh, takes place at conversion, that we've been baptized. So it's true of all believers. We could say that all believers have been baptized. Uh, and therefore, we, we also believe that we're indwelled by the Holy Spirit. All believers are currently indwelled by the Holy Spirit. And yet, the uh, filling of the Holy Spirit, as we've described it, it, it refers to uh, the Holy Spirit working through us, and so we're exercising the, the fruits, of the, we're seeing the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives, and so there are times uh, in, in which a believer is not manifesting those the, the, that, that fruit, and so would, would not be said to be uh, filled with the Spirit in that moment. So you would, you would say, if I understand uh, you correctly, that uh, we're baptized once, so uh, 1 Corinthians twelve thirteen, we've all been baptized by one spirit, mm-hmm. and then also we're indwelt one once. That, uh, and for that, all. Once and for all, that the, the Holy Spirit doesn't come and go. So 1 Corinthians six nineteen, don't you know that your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who is in you, mm-hmm. uh, that we have been indwelt by him, and that indwelling is, is a permanent indwelling. It's, it's uh, a, a seal, according to Ephesians chapter 1, uh, sealed with the Holy Spirit. The yeah. promised spirit. And, of course, that's fulfillment of Jesus' promise. Right. Again, where it says uh, he lives with you and he will be in you. But filling is different then, right? Right. To be filled with the Holy Spirit is to be controlled by the Holy Spirit, to be guided and directed by the word which he has given us and uh, to act in the power which he associates with his word in the life of a believer, and that's borne out, isn't it? In in the uh, contrast that Paul makes in Ephesians five eighteen, when he says, uh, um, uh, "Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery; instead, be filled with the Spirit." Right. When um, when when a person has been drinking alcohol or wine, and they are arrested, they 